if I do them in, in parallel. So let me turn this up to 50%. There we go. So welcome to Free Association. It's 9 a.m. It's just after 9 o'clock in the UK. So this is uh, this is officially a call-in show. So if you want to call in on Podbean, you're welcome to join me in the Podbean studio via the app, or you can call in on TalkShoe on their usual numbers and the access code that I gave you earlier on. And I'll keep an eye on both. It looks like both are working. Looks like both are working to me. So I can do talk shoe and pod being in parallel. That's a good thing. It'll save me a lot of effort. And there are people on Podbean who do call in to my shows on Podbean. So I'll wait and see if Man Cave shows up. Mixcloud as well. I could I could do Mixcloud in parallel as well, probably. Let's try that. This might cause complications, but... We'll see. It's all experimental. Alright, let's just do this from the browser. Right, it's not exclusive content then. I'm going to take that out. I'm doing it in parallel. It's non-exclusive content. Oh, it's a video as well on Mixcloud. So I don't know whether this is going to work. It might clash. But we'll see. look like it's going to happen because I've already got the video running somewhere else oh, save and continue all right so I can I've got video running there so that's all right Wonder if this will work. I wonder. Hello, random bloke. Welcome to the studio. Uh, it's a call in show, so if you want to jump on and have a chat, you're welcome to. Um, any topic you like, I don't mind. No obligation, though. 
feel free to just hang out. I'm trying to set up parallel streams, so I'm uh, a bit occupied with Mixcloud at the moment. I don't think it's going to work. No, it's not going to work, I don't think. Why am I? Yeah, it's not going to work on Mixcloud as well. I've got two streams running at the same time, so two's not bad. Two out of three is not bad. As Meatloaf would have said. Right. How are you doing anyway? You're okay. I'm live from Newcastle Central Station. Yeah, I thought I'll see how many how many parallel streams I can do. If I'm doing it anyway, I might as well go out in two or three different places at once. I'm in the railway station. I do my Saturday shows on Revolution Radio from Newcastle Railway Station, Central Station. And I do I do big podcasts from here as well. I've been using this cafe for about six months. Normally, normally Newcastle is cloudy and rainy, but it's been 33 degrees and bright sunshine for the first part of this week. It's ridiculously hot. And that was Newcastle. 33 degrees in Newcastle is unheard of. Further south, it was 38, 39, 40 degrees. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. I genuinely couldn't do anything. It was too hot for me. Yep, I shall invite you in and then we can have a conversation. I don't know whether that worked. It should have worked. If you didn't get the invite, just call in again and I'll, I'll let you in. There we go. There we go. Welcome to the show, Mr. Mr. Random Blow. Yeah. I'm here. I'm in the uh, cloudy, rainy uh, Liawet, as the place, uh, as the name, uh, as the, um, the name on my... Um, profile is referring to right okay awesome yeah, the, so the weather is ahead. always a nice topic to start yeah it's as good a place to start as any yeah. and it's going to be rude not to the british are always endlessly talking about the weather honestly on on monday and tuesday everybody was just randomly talking to everybody about the weather yeah but that's how that's yeah. how you meet people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's as uh, as good as a conversation starter as anything, really. Absolutely. Then when it's really hot or rainy. Yeah, yeah, when it's extreme. So have you been uh, doing this long from the coffee place? About six months, off and on. 
I do shows from home as well, but I don't get a good Wi-Fi reception at home, so I had to find somewhere with better Wi-Fi. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to like, I used to walk up to a there's a, a business park not too far away from where I live that's got good Wi-Fi. So I used to sit outside during the summer there, but I've settled in this. But obviously, you can't do that in the winter. It's too too cold and wet. In this cafe, they've got heated seats, so so I settled here in the winter. That's pretty comfy, yeah. It's uh, it's all right, but it's it's not quite outdoors. But I've got a glass. It's a glass wall, so this the it's the railway station entrance. It's not the actual concourse. Yes, it is. I guess it's kind of a big place because Newcastle is a big place. So I assume they have a pretty uh, a large railway station as well. It's reasonable. I mean, it's the it's the east coast up to Scotland from London, so it's the main the main east coast line. Yeah. So everything is going either up to Scotland or to the to the west to Manchester, Liverpool, that area, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, down to down to Leeds and and across. Yeah. So it's all right. It's um they did this a couple of years ago. They put glass around it. So kind of archways in the entrance but they've put put a glass wall up and then put yeah. bars and cafes in so it's clean because it's only been here a couple of years yeah i guess when they start redecorating those old industrial english towns they put up a lot of glass and iron and it's yeah. actually not bad i, I kind of like the modern stuff mixed with uh i don't know do you have a lot of historical buildings in Newcastle, or is it a lot of uh, old industry, um, you know, semi-terraced? Oh, there's a, it's both. It's both because it's, um, it's a university town, so it's uh, the university's been around for a long, t a long time. Right. But there's a, but the heavy industry was shipbuilding and coal mm -hmm. and steelworks. So, yeah. so every every build every time they put a set of buildings up, one of them looks like a ship. Looks like the bow of a ship. All right. Yeah. So, or sails. They put buildings up with that look like sails in the wind, or whatever. So they they're all they're always referencing the the old the old industries. Yeah. In in one of the if they put up a like in the business park that I was talking about, went up a, a couple of years ago. There's one building there that literally looks like the front of a ship. It's a nice building. It's a very nice building. Yeah. Is it? Because um, it always has had has had sort of that um, old English industrial town uh, image, Newcastle as well. Uh, does it attract a lot of tourists these days? Not only to visit uh, Newcastle United, but do you have other landmarks or attractions that bring in people. Yeah, the people come in on from Scandinavia on the ferry and do do their Christmas shopping over here. All right. Okay. There's a lot of people go backwards and forwards to Norway and Sweden. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do that as well. Yeah. Well, they have these special uh, offers for a uh, uh, course on the ferry and then to visit the game. They do a lot from uh, from the Netherlands as well, from Eindhoven. Yeah, yeah. Where I where I live, I live about five minutes away from the central station, and the the bus from the ferry terminal comes in 
twice a day, and it's just like endless, endless tourists from from Scandinavia and and the Netherlands and Germany and wherever they're coming from. Yeah, which is good. It's good because nice I'll place to make, meet some international people as well. Do you have uh, talks with them, or do you uh, are you a socializer in that way, or do you drag people in front of the microphone for your show? I could set something up at the uh, at the ferry terminal, maybe. But then people are kind of on their way somewhere, so they're not they're not necessarily going to have time to sit and talk. Yeah, obviously. So it's 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 tricky. I'm potentially going to do a show from Gay Pride on Saturday, but I haven't decided yet. Uh, I would need to find I'll need to find a good Wi-Fi spot. And I haven't been up and checked, but there's there's a there's a brewery up there called the Wyland Brewery, which will have good Wi-Fi, which is not that far away from where Gay Pride's happening. So you'll uh, be a part of the action somewhat. Well, I'll be I'll be within within spitting distance of it without actually being there. There's nobody. There's, the lineup's rubbish, quite honestly. It's it's national national gear pride in Newcastle at the, this weekend coming up, and the lineup is just hard. It's terrible, and they're charging like thirty five pounds for a VIP ticket. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't I wouldn't pay fiver for the lineup they've got. Is that uh, oh? That's like a it's. Sort of a concert type thing, though. Or a yeah, they do a yeah they do a parade. Not usually noon, noon, through the town and then circle around and then back up. And the the actual the concert is in a, a com, on common land just outside of the main town. Mm. So there's usually there's like there's only there's one stage and a couple of couple of tents set up with drag queens and 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 a couple of bars and that's pretty much it but yeah. it's usually quite it's usually a good day i used to bump into my my old flatmates up there so they bring in some decent artists as well but now you only pay basically to see a couple of guys dressed in women's clothing and stuff like that no you don't well that's uh, the cabaret tents are free but uh if they're bringing in like it's They've got somebody who used to be in the Spice Girls doing a DJ set, which is not impressive to me at all. <laughs> that's like that. That's not even on my radar that's a bit for of things that. History by now. Yeah, well, they're still going. They're, they're still the Spice Girls are still going. That's true. Yeah. But uh, it's not on my radar. I promise you, not on my radar at all. I guess it was kind of even. And we maybe um, I'm speaking just for myself here, but I was just on the brink of turning a bit away from uh, to, towards serious music when they br brought on the whole thing. So I got some of it. I was kind of in the um, when they were the most popular. That's what, that's what uh, that, that was in my team. So I, I got a huge deal of it, but. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously they were. No, no, it's obviously they're appealing to teenage girls more than anything else. But, but each to their own. Everybody's got to express themselves in their own way. There's no, no, no judgment as far as I'm concerned. I'm just, I'm chilled out. As long as people leave me alone, I don't mind. Yeah, it's a good marketing product. Bringing the boy and the girl bands. Yes. Yeah, 
Well, it's worked since the Beatles and the Stones, hasn't it? So yeah, the formula is still the same. It was always blurring Oasis. Yeah. Is the Beatles and the Stones over it over again? Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, it's funny. You should, I, I forgot about that. Actually, being maybe one of the first couple of bands who um, appealed to a, a mainstream audience and were also popularized by the way the, uh, they looked and the way they carried themselves. Uh, a bit like Elvis too, obviously, but. It, it always goes hand in hand, I think. To be a great artist, you also have to uh, carry yourself a certain way or have something extra charismatic stuff that appeals yeah. to uh, a broader range of people. Yeah, the charisma is, is pretty much essential. Unless you're hiding behind a piano or something like that, doing classical stuff. Yeah, but John carrying big glasses. Yeah, well, it, it's a show, isn't it? It's, uh, I was in the cathedral a few weeks ago. Uh, I, I had a meeting to go to in a, an office next to the cathedral and I, I called in because I had 20 minutes to spare and there was somebody doing an organ recital mm. uh, this is in St Nick's Cathedral in Newcastle and it sounded like it sounded like Deep Purple to me <laughs> it was the way he was playing the organ was was, was like John Lord yeah yeah you can make you can make awesome music I, I guess on, on organs and, uh, and stuff like that yeah, and the acoustics in that cathedral are phenomenal. Oh, so, right. I mean, it's a high, it's a, it's an old high cathedral. It's not a modern one at all. It's nothing modern about it. So that the, so the resonance in there is phenomenal. And the, the, honestly, I was excited by an organ recital for ten minutes. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. Which is not something I was expe ever expecting to be, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm going to figure out what I, I, I caught it randomly, so I need to figure out when they are because they must do regular recitals for charity or whatever in there. It's also a good way, maybe, to um, bring people back into the church again. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, yeah, we, we do have still the we do still do the hymns and worship God, but we also have uh, these uh, crossover things where we can. Um, expose the kind of music that's also uh, that we are also able to uh, to produce from a cathedral yeah like string quartets and things like that work really well in churches right. I used to go to lunchtime recitals sometimes when I was in London uh, just like little free free things in the city of London because they, they have to keep the stockbrokers amused with string quartets at lunchtime yeah so yeah, there was one it was one year I went to Glastonbury for the summer solstice. I had mm -hmm. absolutely no money. I had enough money to, to buy my ticket on the train to Glastonbury and, and four pounds for a bus ride from there to Stonehenge and that was it. And it was a one-way bus ride. So Is Glastonbury at Stonehenge, sorry to interrupt, by the way. Uh Glastonbury's a bit further a bit further out. Uh but they but Stonehenge is about 10 miles away from Salisbury so you get the train to Salisbury and then on the solstice there's a bus I'll take you to the actual stones because you can get into the stones at, at midsummer so there's a druid ceremony yeah there's a druid ceremony at dawn as a fire festival goes on yeah. and pe people are in the stones all night playing drums and 
taking drugs and doing what they do. Yeah. I guess so sort it, of the, the area, the atmosphere that people tend to do stuff like that. Yeah, it was great fun. Great fun. But as I said, I had no money at all. So I had to walk back. So I had to walk 10 miles back to get a train back. Yeah, that's a uh, risk walk. It took me all. It, well, it, oh, I wait. I was there until until dawn. So I saw the druid ceremony, and then I set off walking. Yeah. And I, th I think I got to Salisbury about one o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, because I'd had no sleep, and I'm walking ten miles to a railway station. You didn't have any additional substances that made the journey even more tricky. No, I don't do I don't do drugs, generally speaking. Um. No, I don't really. I might, I, I might smoke a bit of weed here and there if it's floating around, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, so I got the train back, and then I had a three-mile walk back to my house because I had no money for the bus. So, so I call, called in at a at a, a recital on the way home. Honestly, I nearly fell asleep. It was I, I could have fallen fallen asleep in this church in front of this string quartet quite easily. But I needed a rest because I hadn't sat down for like six hours or so, or whatever it was. I just needed to sit down. Yeah. And as a bonus, you got a nice recital. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Took me forever. Honestly, I slept for two days after that. It's a very good, very good thing to do, though. I don't think I would do it. It's about 20 years ago and 25 years ago now. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, those are the kind of uh, memories that that last the longest in your head. The, the the memories that well took something extraordinary, or uh, when you were broke, or uh, just a cool event you went to. Those lingered the longest in your in your memory, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's like, and li literally, it was totally improvised. I didn't even know I was. I didn't even know I was going to get there. I thought, I'll go to Salisbury, and if I have to, I'll walk. That's the way my mind was. And uh, and that's all that's what I did, ultimately. I couldn't have walked both ways, but I don't. I, but I, I can do 10 miles, but I wouldn't have done 20. No. That would have been too that's, much. That's a, that's a, actually, um, that's a good way to, um, for a, I would say a, a mentality for life. I think that if you have a good idea, but you you're not sure whether you can cover all the bases, either financially or uh, or otherwise, that you just um, yes, just start. Yeah, and see where you end up. And um, I guess that would be something that I'm not particularly used to, or or. Um, I push myself enough towards because um, you're always you're always planning stuff ahead because you always want to get somewhere in time or you want to do meet somebody or uh, uh, see certain things and that always takes a takes a lot of planning but sometimes it's, it's just uh, even better to just go ahead and see where where the journey ends up. But yeah, I tend to plan it plan it with a budget even if I've got no money, and then just do the lo-fi version. So I've been doing radio with a laptop in cafes for five years. Okay. Just doing doing guest tour slots and things like that. I had no budget. The only budget I've got is, is for coffee. 
that's yeah. it. Couldn't have, couldn't afford couldn't afford anything else. So, um, but now that I've got a little bit of a budget, I, I can start thinking about doing it properly, and I've got five years' experience. Uh, that's nice, and you can always uh, also order a sandwich or something in the cafe, so they won't look at you like, oh, he's on there on his third cup of coffee all day, and he didn't order something to eat. Oh, they're used to me. I can I can make a cup. I can make a cup of coffee last two hours. I'm very very proficient yeah. and professional at it. Yeah. Welcome to the room. You to, to just sit there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they know. I, I, I bring my laptop. I'm in here every day, though, so I'm spending like £2.20 for a cup of coffee every single day. Yeah. Uh, so they get, they're, getting, they're getting enough, and it's, an, it's, it's, like, it's in the railway station, so there's people come through and sit with laptops in here all the time. Yeah. Because so. my friend uh, Freedom Warrior is always uh, going on about that stuff like that, too, but... He, he keeps broadcasting from his house, but he uh, he desperately wants to go out there, but uh, he's a bit reluctant, I guess, to just sit somewhere. And I, I guess you have to find a mix of a kind of a quiet place combined with enough uh, bustling that makes it kind of interesting for yourself. And yeah, I mean, what you're seeing or I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this is there's enough background noise to for people to know that I'm not in my house, and I, I can and if I need to, I can just sit and talk about what's going on outside. Yeah. So it 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 took me a couple of years to figure it out, figure out where I wanted to do the shows from. But now that I've now that I've worked it out, I'm sticking with it with this one. Yeah. And it works really well. The, the audience on Saturday like the fact that I'm out and about. Oh, it's a right. positive. A it's a positive. Well, it, it goes out as a podcast, but it on live. There's about five or six people in the chat room. It's not a huge number, but um, Rev Revolution Radio has got its own kind of specialist audience. Yeah, they go so. they go out on on all the all the apps in the states as well. But I don't know who's listening there. All I know is the the chat room audience. You look at the numbers much for downloads and stuff like that. Or? Uh, I keep an eye on them, and it goes up and down. It depends if I do two or three shows a day, then you can build up. It obviously builds up the download numbers, but and it builds up a bit of momentum. But it's difficult to do two or three shows a day. Yeah. On any kind of consistent basis, but if there's something going on, I'll do a couple of shows a day, like the. The Tory party leadership elections are happening now and the fall of Boris Johnson. So I was uh, I was doing two or three shows a day during that. I've slowed it slowed it down. And yeah, with yeah go ahead. Like that, you can easily do, uh, I guess, uh, two or three shows of an hour a day because there's so much coming in every, every time that you have enough stuff to talk about. Yeah, I just, I just do half an hour. I'll I'll do like t five or ten minutes of me and some clips, and that's that yeah. covers half an hour. Yeah, yeah. And it's light enough that, it, that like I don't really listen to two-hour shows. I'll listen to half an hour or forty minutes. So that's that tends to be what I do in my in my shows because I'm I'm jumping around. I don't my head doesn't stay still for two hours. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's my perspective as well. It's got to be long enough to, to stay interesting, but um, and, and uh, it got to be short enough to stay interesting and long enough to 
um, well, uh, cover the news you want to cover and uh, maybe get, get some in-depth analysis and uh, talk, uh, think about stuff uh, out loud and ask people to call in who have a certain opinion on something. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a... The parallel, the, the parallel thing that I'm doing at the moment is on TalkShoe, which has got a, a phone-in number associated with it. So I can do call-ins on Podbean and telephone call-ins on TalkShoe, if I keep an eye on that as well. So hopefully I can do a few more few more call-in shows. I've been struggling with with call-in stuff because the time the timing of when I do my shows is before the United States wakes up. Yeah. So there's only so there's only a few people around. There's not very many yeah. people around. So I haven't really in the night and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. It's it's just I'm I'm in that kind of dead zone in the middle of the night in in the US. Yeah. And uh, and people are at work during the day in the in the UK, so it's a it's a difficult time slot for me. But well, maybe there's some uh, Nigerian prince who wants to call in. We're kind of at the same uh, time zone as they are, so. No, possibly. I don't know. I've never never spoken to any Nigerian princes, but I'm open. I'm open to speaking to everybody. I don't really mind. I don't. I don't obviously, I'm not going to give anybody my personal details on the basis that they're going to send me some money. Based on a conversation on the internet, but uh, yeah, but uh, I'm I'm open to having conversations about pretty pretty much anything as long as it's not hate. Yeah. I'm not interested in hate speech or any of that nonsense. Yeah. Hey, um, it was nice talking to you to be part of it, and um, I uh, yeah, no, wish you a good no, day. No worries at all, man. I'm going to close it down, I think, anyway now. Uh, but thanks, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here, man. Take care. You too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, that's a, that's a random bloke from the Netherlands. I'm going to close this down now. I'm going to close Talk Shoe down first, I think. And... Uh, so I've been on talk to you a bit longer. So I need to get a system together for this, but I'm working it out as I go along. All right, so I'll maybe do a show from, from home later on today. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I 